0: Welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for what is now episode 47 of our Road to 2021 mini-series, and as always, you are joined by your hosts, Tiara and Jack. Now, before we get into today's episode, we just want to remind you, as always, that if you do enjoy these podcasts, please feel free to tell your family and friends about them, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, and tag the Bodybuilding Dietitians. And I realized that I actually called this a mini series once again, <laughs> I was just
1: about to comment on that
0: 47 episodes, man, we are almost up to 52, which means we almost started this an entire year ago.
1: Wow. We are going to reach 52 because we've still got six weeks to go and there's 52 weeks in a year.
0: Exactly. So what'll be really cool is that by that 52nd episode, that's going to be right around the time that we're wrapping up this season. So. That's pretty much going to be either the week of peak week for nationals or the week of nationals, correct?
1: Yeah, very exciting.
0: Damn. And we do have a name in the pipeline for our next mini series or series. Very, it's
1: very original.
0: <laughs> but I guess you guys will just have to wait, listen, and see on the titles what that's called.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, plus uh, I'm very keen to document the reverse process. So, like, whether we do a little mini series for that, like an eight week. Reverse diet progress, or mm-hmm. whether we attach that onto this. Like I think either way, it's we're definitely going to document it. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. And to be honest, to this day, I'm still amazed that we find things to talk about every single <laughs> week for a good thirty to forty minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, on that note, like something that I actually broached with you yesterday is potentially if people are interested, just having more general discussion. So obviously, people get most of their information from us regarding nutrition and training but like some of you guys just might want to hear us banter or talk about uh, random topics and stuff like that but that's where we get into the controversial realm about Mm -hmm. some people not liking other people's opinions but
0: yeah without a doubt but the thing is, is that we are bodybuilders, but we do identify as more than just bodybuilders, yeah, believe people. it or not. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> we ain't shallow. We can go pretty deep. So yeah, hit us up if you want some questions answered outside of the health and fitness mm. realm.
1: Yeah. Which is, it'll be interesting. It's always interesting to hear other people's takes and that's mm-hmm. why other podcasts do so well. And that's why radio shows do so well. Cause they just talk about random topics. but
0: Yeah, because I find that if people like the hosts, they'll just tune in and listen because sometimes it's just it's easy to digest. Mm. It's easy to listen to. But yeah,
1: Well, hopefully people listen to us for more than just bodybuilding. Man.
0: I hope so, guys. And if you're still sticking around because we've again been blabbering on for another three <laughs> minutes. But Jack, I want to hear how's your past week been?
1: Yeah, it's been really good. And well, all things considered, it's been really good. And last week, we kind of left you on the cliffhanger about the changes we made or were intending to make. So to fill you guys in, we were basically gonna run some fairly more aggressive lower days on our rest days. And then on my two other lower days, so I do four low days per week, two of them being rest days. So on the two low days that I train, I'll bump up carbs, the amount by which I drop them on the rest days. So I had 150 carb on my rest days. Which I mean, even for a bikini competitor, 150 carb is pretty low.
0: Yeah, it's pretty so, rough. Okay.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm on 150 carb right now. Maybe you can tell, maybe you can't. <laughs> but honestly, like that's not being bad. Uh, I've got to admit, I'm at that stage of prep where give me zero carb and I'll do it. Like hunger and low energy, it's not going to change by eating 150 carb or less. It, it It's really just going to be the quantity of food that I put in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So and the trick is just staying busy on these days. Like today I've done a lot of work. I've edited like a full YouTube video, checked in with clients. I've I've done one or two Instagram posts as well. And now podcasting. So it's been very productive and that helps a lot as well as a few other tips and tricks like staggering my meal times, getting a lot of my steps in early when I have more energy. That's quite a big one for me. Like I've, I did 10,000 steps by about nine or 10 this morning just so I could like Relax for the or physically relax for the rest of the day,
0: and you're only eating within like an eleven hour window as mm. well. You have breakfast around seven thirty in the morning, yeah. and then you have your dinner around six or six thirty p.m. at night. So mm. the meals are only a few hours apart. Yeah, and yeah. You just get it done, but you have been very strategic, and you have placed those on your rest days, mm. which is really good because obviously you're not compromising your exercise performance there.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So. Um, no, ex- no performance drop on the days I don't train of course mm-hmm. and so basically what I have done is added the 50 grams of carbs I would I excluded on these days to my two other low day training days so those are at 250 now and I put all those carbs into my breakfast so the meal before I train and that's worked really well so I can get to the gym with like a more full belly, Mm -hmm. which uh, is a bit of a placebo and psychologically helps me. That
0: oat bowl is pushing the limits some mornings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is 190 grams of oats, which is very nice.
0: (laughs) And well over a liter of water.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I also leave them overnight. So like it's fully, fully retrogradated and Mm -hmm. volumized, but yeah, that has certainly helped a lot. and. It would be a very different story if I'd done that and then just tapped all those carbs on towards the evening meal. Like that would have just been a waste. Mm. And I still get some carryover to the following day because I've still synthesized those extra carbohydrates as glycogen. And that trickles into my morning session on Tuesday. It's Sunday now uh, for the, um, the leg session that I have. And then I also have more carbs on that day. And then on Wednesday, I have another 150 gram carbohydrate day because it's a rest day. And then I have my three high days at 500 carb.
0: Man, well, I'm just so glad that it worked so well for you. Mm. And you were able to obviously manage those lower calorie days on your rest days. Because again, you just stay busy between your meals. And Yeah. yeah, sure, you're hungry. In prep, of course you're hungry in a dieting phase, but food can't be the only highlight of your life. You have to be able to look forward to other things in your life too. And you have a lot of things that you look forward <laughs> to. Like, of course you look forward to your oats, but you also look forward to checking in with your clients or making social media mm. content or going on walks with the dogs. Like all these other little things, yeah. they're just your, as good arguably as food. as well. Yeah, oh, I'm around here, you know, for a bit of a chit chat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's honestly not been that bad, and with the stage so close, being under two weeks out now for me, it's it makes it that much more manageable.
0: And how did it influence, obviously we know that it made you feel really good, but how did it influence your body composition?
1: I guess to, before I go on to body comp and nutrition, like in terms of my body weight, like in terms of training, that probably was the hardest week of training on prep more for lower body, like for upper, I can just push regardless. It's not going to make me worried or anxious or anything because it's upper body, like lower body is just that much more hard, harder due to the central nervous system taxing and requirement. But the reason why that was the hardest week was just because of the timing of the reps and sets. So for basically all my bigger lifts, I maxed out. I was on my last week of maxing out the rep range. So I had two to three sets of the upper end of the rep range with that weight. So I hit all that now and now I can up the weight and drop the rep range. Because for me in prep, as I've discussed before, it's not the intensity that necessarily gets me, it's the amount of reps at that intensity. So I would so much rather just up the weight and do six reps of a given weight versus eight to 10 reps of a slightly lower weight. Mm -hmm. So now I've been able to up the weight slightly uh, starting from tomorrow. And, and decreasing the rep range. So that'll make it technically the same stimulus or an even greater stimulus, but it'll m- at least mentally make me feel better.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's two things with that. One, it's very impressive that you have been dieting for well over six months now. From like the start of your pre-prep phase, you've lost around 17 kilograms in body weight. And you're mm. still gaining strength across a number of movements. But also I do th- find it kind of funny that you think that eight and 10 reps is the higher <laughs> rep range because a lot of people are like, I want to do 15 or 20.
1: <laughs> yeah. At this stage, it, it certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I couldn't imagine doing a 10 to 12 rep hack squat right now. Mm-hmm. But going, again,
0: it goes to, it's because of the intensity that you train up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. So intensity wise and agreeing with you, mm-hmm. I should say. Yeah.
0: But freaking awesome work for just getting it done this past week, smashing it out.
1: Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, this will be my final week of training before peak week. Not much is going to change. I'm just going to make the requisite adjustments to like upping the weight and decreasing the reps and upper body training will basically stay the same. Just going to push hard this week and hopefully dial in that little bit more in terms of of body fat and body composition. Mm-hmm. I, I took some videos, took some photos on Saturday after, when being fully carved up and very happy with how things are looking, which is great. And it's just about doing what needs to be done and, and replicating that until show day. Like mm-hmm. if I do everything that I've already been doing, then I'm, I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, you are ready, my man. You're looking damn fine. Thanks. Hey guys, just a reminder that we post regular informative content on both our Instagram and YouTube channel So make sure to go over to those platforms and search the bodybuilding dietitians. See you there
1: But yeah in terms of body weight, I had a 0.2 kilo drop on average Which i'm happy about because again, i would be i would be more concerned by losing 800 grams than uh maybe even gaining 800 grams, maybe not. But any, regardless, like now is not the time to lose like more than 500 grams per week for me because that's just going to lead to muscle loss. And I did get a new low of 77.1, which is pretty crazy. That was after the combined with a colder day and it being leg day. So like basically when it's colder, you usually excrete a bit more water. And after the leg day as well, being more depleted of glycogen, the new low day schedule thing as well, plus going to the bathroom, if you know what I mean, a few extra times. <laughs> uh, I got quite a nasty new low. Nasty in a good way.
0: Man, seventy seven point one, right on the fringes of breaking into those seventy sixes. That's just mm. wild.
1: Yeah. And yeah, basically on the high days, I I do come up quite a bit now on the high days, which is expected. So like it's almost like I fully deplete and then fully replete. Mm. So like I went all the way back up to 79.4 this morning. So that's about a 2.3 kilo increase, which when you think about it, if I'm having an extra 250 grams of carbs or more over three days, and then you factor in the two to four grams or mils of water per gram of glycogen, then that kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. And I'm just so happy that you have such a healthy relationship with that. Mm. Because for most people across a three-day time span, they'd be like, what the heck is going on? I've gained over two kilograms in weight Mm. and I'm two weeks out from a show. That would really freak them out. Yeah. But obviously you trust the process and you, as a bodybuilder, as you should, put more of an emphasis on how you look. Yeah rather than the scale weight. You know that regardless, when you get on stage, you are gonna be in that over 77 kilogram 100%. class.
1: I don't wanna be 77 kilos on stage no. because that's gonna be me, my most depleted. I wanna be probably yeah, in the 78s or 79s mm-hmm. and so much of it is just about how you frame your mind. Like The way I frame the weight gain is like, okay, I've really grinded, I've depleted myself, I've lost some body fat. By getting down to 77 now in order to feel better in order to look better in order to prevent any muscle loss uh, I'm going to replete and gain some body weight back and then repeat that process again Mm -hmm. like that's how I kind of look at it so it's a way of me feeling better and looking better whereas if you look at it as in oh I've gained weight I've gained fat when that's not even possible you can't (laughs) gain fat in that time period (laughs) so uh yeah that's that's how i frame my mind about it
0: yeah i'm the exact same way like Mm. bodybuildings really taught me to have such a healthier relationship with my body and just Mm. use the scale as a tool obviously but really focus on okay what does my physique actually look like and i'm telling you straight up like when you wake up on a thursday morning and i see you weigh yourself and then i see you that morning when you are like fully depleted and you might be 77 kilograms compared to when I see you on a Sunday morning and you're all carved up I'm like yeah you look much better on a Sunday Mm. and that's why we do not take progress photos of you on a Thursday
1: and that's something we naturally kind of stop doing like I was taking photos throughout the week Mm. like five or six weeks ago but we've sort of maybe it's a lack of energy we just have that one day because we don't want to expend energy taking photos but like we've naturally just done it on our high days now
0: yeah and i think that's warranted because ultimately that's the most representative of what you're truly gonna look like mm. on stage and sometimes you can feel a little bit defeated if yeah you're like oh cool i got a new low way in this morning i'm gonna take a photo someone takes a photo of you and you're like man i actually yeah i looked better when i was like two kilograms heavier (laughs) yeah exactly god damn what have i done to myself
1: and that's exactly why in the post-show period for that week or two post show before some people get a little bit too chub, or some people should get chub because that's the recovery process the that's why they look better Mm. because they fill out to the max and if anything like that can that might even be a guide for some people oh maybe i should have had a few extra carbs pre-show, mm. if I look better now than I did uh, during during my stage day or show day, mm. and that's um, something that I'll be addressing. I'll be doing a full YouTube video breakdown of my exact peak week protocol, and not just how it is for me, but also identifying all the strategies and explanations behind peak week. So that means if you're coaching yourself or Uh, dare I say it if you're a little bit unsure of some sort of protocol that your coach is giving you then definitely give this video a watch because it basically explains the reasons behind everything I'm doing
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm estimating that you and I definitely by nationals will be reversing into that show because we're two weeks out right now from the first ICN show four weeks out from the second and six weeks out from the final ICN show by that time, we'll definitely be reversing, and hell, you and I will probably have some peak weeks in there where we're actually probably just running diet breaks.
1: Yeah, or I I technically call it like a mid load where, mm. like, because there's three. I I will say this in my video, but there's like a front load, mid load, back load. Mid load is basically where you you don't do anything great more extreme at the start or the end of the peak week. You just run it consistently mm. so that you're, that way it's very predictable. Whereas front load, you're more aggressive at the start. Back load, you're more aggressive at the end. Yeah. Cool, well, that's, to be honest, that's pretty much it for me. I'm just keen to get this next week done. And on to peak week. Oh, the last thing I'll mention is we do have a photo shoot on Saturday or Sunday. So that is gonna change nutrition slightly. So ultimately, if it's on a Sunday, Naturally, that'll be when I run 150 carb and I don't want to do that on I don't want to waste my One uh, one of two photo shoots by having crap all carbs on that day So I'm basically going to split the difference across my high days and have 400 for four days And that'll even out to be the same amount of carbs and calories Mm -hmm. even slightly less calories and uh, That'll make me feel better and uh, make me look better as well. So Mm -hmm yeah looking forward to it and if it's on the saturday i'll just run kind of hoping it's on the saturday so then i don't have to change my plans but it'll that it'll just mean that i can run my usual high days as per usual which will be great
0: Mm -hmm. whatever happens team tbd is finally doing a couples photo shoot (laughs) and we are going to be on the beach with nelson looking smexy as f (laughs) so i'm so excited for us man i wanted to do a photo shoot together forever (laughs)
1: we've done a few before
0: Oh yeah, but I mean, (laughs) never with Nelson, never to this caliber and definitely never in this condition.
1: No, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. It should be really, really fun.
1: Cool. Well, that's it for me. Let's move on to you.
0: Okay. Well, this past week, I'm just going to say one up on the week before, like Mm. this past week, I've just felt just tremendous. It's been a really freaking good week. Part of that's probably because the sun did come back, which definitely lifted my mood, but. I think just a combination of factors and in particular just manipulating my nutrition so that I could really maximize my performance during those morning training sessions and just have a few more carbohydrates in me, a little bit more fat in me, just be in a much better headspace, not feeling hypoglycemic, not feeling like I'm going to burst out in tears during my training session, train even harder and just be in a really good mood. So quick recap on the week before with my nutrition, I was running, three low days at 175 carb, 30 fat, 160 protein, and I was having one high carbohydrate day at 325 carb, 35 fat, and 160 protein. But what I was finding during my morning training sessions, which is something new for me at least, you've been training in the morning for quite a few weeks now, and i've now months really yeah quite a few months wow the time just flies doesn't it but i've only just recently swapped my schedule around with all my clients so that we can train together in Mm. the mornings but man i've been training in the afternoons for years for yonkers and i'm really i i do love training in the afternoon but i know that i love training in the morning too man i love the gym (laughs) just (laughs) it's a nice place to me no matter what time of the day unless it's like 3 a.m in the morning i'm asleep then but I was finding that with my lower calorie days, having only one meal prior to training compared to having breakfast and lunch, I was just going really hypo during those training sessions. And it was really compromising my performance. I was in a terrible headspace. I just felt absolutely atrocious. And then every fourth day, I was having this really high carbohydrate day, which don't get me wrong, I felt amazing. Like I feel incredible when I'm full of glucose, But training in the morning, I feel like I couldn't really fully maximize that high carbohydrate day. Cause yeah, I have a high carb breakfast of like 130 grams of carbs, but then throughout the rest of the day, I'm eating 200 grams of carbs, but I've already trained and I'm just kind of chilling out at home and doing my thing. So what I decided to do was just do more of a linear diet. So I brought those two high carbohydrate days, pretty much just diminished them. And I just allocated more of those carbohydrates to my training days
1: it's really just a form of carb cycling isn't
0: it? it it really is and ultimately man it really does come down to your weekly energy intake mm. that's certainly what i've found this past week because
1: and at the tail end of comp prep i i would say your your psychology is just as if not more important than the physical side of mm. things so like for me for example or for both of us we've well technically you're getting hypo which is more physiological but for me like i'm having all that those carbs at breakfast purely psychologically like yeah. i know realistically it, it doesn't do much for me but it does do something for me physically because it does something for me psychologically mm-hmm.
0: exactly and i'm not gonna lie like yes i follow a program and i have specific numbers to hit but sometimes when you're feeling absolutely atrocious in the gym It does play on your mind, like, oh man, like, do I really need to do a third set of this exercise? Or maybe I should just grab the 12.5s instead of the 15s, or whatever it may be. You start to make these little justifications, or like, oh, I train full body every single day. Maybe I don't need to do my laterals today again, whatever it may be. But I'm not gonna let myself do that. Like, I'm not Mm. gonna cut my session short. But obviously, having it being in a better frame of mind and having more glucose in my freaking brain and my bloodstream it's making me more willing to get through my training sessions rather than it just feeling like a drag and every single rep is just a mental battle or like between sets of bulgarians you're just contemplating your life <laughs> you're just sitting there like oh my god i just i have to do another set of 12 of these per leg why (laughs) and you really have to muster yourself up to do it but i find that when i've got a little bit more glucose in me i'm a hell of a lot more willing to just freaking don't think just do just freaking get it done so what i did was rather than eating 175 grams of carbs on those lower days i just brought those up to 215 grams of carbohydrates and i add an extra five grams of fat to my breakfast because before my breakfast was only around like nine grams of fat brought that up to around 15 grams worked an absolute treat man i trained so well this past week i just felt so good in every single session performance was really there in a fantastic headspace, good attitude good energy efficient across the board this past week training was just phenomenal and Body composition wise, I still dropped weight. Last week I ended at 58.5 kilograms. Now I'm 58.1 kilograms. So another 400 gram loss this week. I'm right on the cuff (laughs) of hitting those 57s, man. It might even happen tomorrow. Mm. But ultimately I'm feeling really good. And even though there aren't days anymore where I'm like feeling spectacular, like those 325 grams of carbs days, it's a fine trade-off for me to not have like five days of the week where I feel like absolute shite. Mm. And then two days where I feel really good. I'm totally happy, man. Feeling pretty damn average <laughs> each day at this <laughs> That's point. A in prep. At this stage. Yeah. Seriously. Sure. I I felt good. So yeah, that worked a treat and definitely going to keep running that for this next week should see another good drop in weight and get closer to that mid 57s. And then checking in with Joey on Friday, which which will be a week out from our very first show. And then he can assess my physique and pretty much we can discuss what I'm going to do during peak week. Because even with progress photos that we're taking right now, Again, you we just spoke about this, but you and I usually take my progress photos after I've fully carved up on at least 325 grams of carbs after a day or two. Now, because I'm on only like 215 each day, I'm never fully-
1: Carved up. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. So when we've taken my progress photos like, I'm just, I feel like a tiny little human being. (laughs) I'm still feeling a little bit flat and I'm like, God damn it. Where are my glutes going? (laughs) But I know that ultimately I'm still just pushing that little bit harder to get down to that mid 57 to low 57 kilograms. And then I can start reversing out of this thing. So I'm almost there and I'm feeling good and things are moving along. So. So
1: will will you decide to reverse out based on a look or based on a number? Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services, which you can find on our website by searching the Bodybuilding Dietitians on Google or via the show notes below. We coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal.
0: It's going to come down to Joey. And I think ultimately it's going to come based down to a look. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that again, I spoke about this last week, but I am walking that tightrope. Right Mm. now, ultimately, there's going to become a point where like, yeah, you could lose more weight, but it's not going to enhance your look Mm. because I'm very tall. I've got very long muscle bellies. I don't have a huge amount of musculature on me.
1: What would you say for me though? like, should I base it off a number or a look?
0: I think you should base it off a look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You would only be basing off a number if you're trying to make into a weight class, but you know that you're going to be over 77 kilograms.
1: Mm. Yeah so I guess for me it's about deciding that look that I want Mm -hmm. to get because I mean at the moment my lower body is completely in, my arms and shoulders are completely in, it's really just my the front and the back that is acceptable but it's uh, it's just not as conditioned as as my other areas and that's normal like every competitor has their standout areas which Mm -hmm. are more conditioned but it'll, that's where I'll work with, with Alan into yeah, making that decision. Exactly.
0: And I think once you do your very first show and you get stage photos back, then you can truly assess, okay, should we push a little bit harder and dig a little bit more and maybe sacrifice a tiny bit of tissue off certain areas to really, really bring your back in or no, everything's looking sweet. It's mm. not worth it. And guys, remember, this is a physique sport, not a scale sport. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> the judges don't know your 1RM. They don't know your morning weight. Well, I guess they only know what, what weight class you're in.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So definitely going for a look over here. Mm. Yeah. So it should be a good week ahead. Definitely going to just keep running that same nutrition with the 215 grams of carbs, 35 grams of fat, 160 grams of protein on all my training days because we're training in the morning. And then on my low days, similar to you, I just have those at 175 grams carbs. Well, actually not similar. I'm actually eating (laughs) a few more grams of carbohydrates than you on low days, but a lot less calories because you're on like 250 protein and 45 fat. I'm on 30 fat, 160 protein. So definitely taking in less energy over on this end, (laughs) but it's all relative. Yeah.
1: Well, I would hope so.
0: (laughs) Me too, but it's working well, man. And yeah, we are right now two weeks out from the very first show, the ICN Sunshine Coast Classic, which is hella exciting so these next coming weeks we're like every something's gonna be happening every single weekend we've either got a photo shoot or a show
1: mm, yeah it all it's gonna make the time fly it's gonna make it much easier mentally as well and yeah i can't we've never really done anything like this because last time we just did two shows and the week in between we had nothing on so mm-hmm. it's gonna be awesome
0: yeah it's gonna be absolutely epic so Yeah, this past week, it was really good. And I feel like I just really prioritized my mental health this Mm -hmm. past week coming off the back end of last week where I just, I wasn't in a good place. So yeah, I just did things that make me happy. Like I went out in the sun and I did yoga with my dogs. I went swimming this week. I met up with my family and we went to the dog beach. That was great.
1: The sun was out.
0: Oh, the sun is back. We are now entering into the most beautiful period of of the year here in brisbane australia i feel like april until september it's just like Mm -hmm. most days clear blue skies beautiful temperature ah it's just fresh air it's amazing wake up
1: chuck a jumper on keep it on during the day it's not it's not too hot that you get super sweaty it's not too Mm -hmm. humid either Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. I'm just so glad that w- week last week with that miserable rain, but it kind of just taught me how much of a stubborn prepper I am. And no matter what the temperature is, no matter what the weather is, I'm going to keep doing my thing. So if morning walks are part of my routine, I'm going to put on my freaking rain jacket and walk in the pouring rain. Or if I eat an ice cream on usual hot Australian summer days. I'm still gonna eat my nice cream on a cold rainy day. And literally what I was doing is before I would make nice cream, I would like put on track pants and a big sweater and a toque and my UGG boots. I would heat up the heat pack and I would put that against my belly. And then I would eat this freezing cold nice cream because there's only like seven grams of carbs in that thing. So it's either like I just suck it up with the temperature wise and get to really eat a decent sized meal or What can you honestly do with seven grams carbs and 30 grams of protein that's why (laughs) nice cream is where it's at man
1: yeah speaking of that
0: speaking of that i am posting a youtube video this coming week actually showing you guys how i make my nice cream so keep an eye out for that should be good. a lot of people
1: are gonna enjoy that and i've definitely got a lot of dms about my nice cream Mm -hmm. so i'm very glad that you put out the recipe
0: yeah i'm really excited to post the video because absolutely like the amount of times every time i post a photo of it people always send you that it's almost like a generic dm recipe (laughs) (laughs) and i have tutorials in my page highlights but it's gonna be really nice to just be able to link people to a youtube video
1: yeah youtube's where it's at Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so keep an eye out for that coming this week some super sweet strawberry and pineapple nice cream
1: Awesome. Cool. Well, one thing that we'll finish on is something that we want to improve upon this week. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to improve upon?
0: Well, I want to speak on behalf of both of us. I think that we both need to improve our photo shoot (laughs) posing. (laughs) So stage posing is pretty damn good. You'd hope by this point, but photo shoot posing, I've got like an inspiration board in my phone where I've taken a whole bunch of other couples beach photos, but you and I actually need to get in front of a mirror and practice doing some of these things because Mm. we are meeting the man Nelson on the beach and we can't just look like fools or just like look at each other.
1: Shoulders up. Like I, I know what I need to do with my body, but it's more like, the it's not that I'm embarrassed or anything about doing like a model face or mm-hmm. something it's just that I don't, never practiced it like I can turn on a smile because I need to do that on stage uh, and um but yeah it's more do I smile in the photos do I do like a squinty-eyed look or mm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's that it's that like half-squinted smoldering eyes. You yeah. look into my eyes. No, but I'm not just talking about our faces, man. I'm I know, talking yeah, about are yeah. the actual position of our bodies. Like we need mm. to take full advantage of this. We can't waste Nelson's time just standing there like, uh, how does this look? We need to show mm. up and be like this is the exact shot that we want and we've been rehearsed for this yeah
1: <laughs> yes 100%. it's but gonna definitely look good paying enough to, to maximize it oh
0: so worth it i'm so excited but jack what do you want to improve this week other than photoshoot posing
1: <laughs> so yeah i'm planning to do this video on peak week and i really want it to be a sort of video where people can reference in the future as well so Assuming that everything I say is correct to my knowledge at this stage and there's no future evidence that comes out Like I want it to be a cornerstone that people can be like searching on youtube peak week strategy or peak week mistakes And then it will come up and people can actually create their own peak week from it Which I think would be really nice and so that's kind of my plan to flesh it out to make it Detailed and for people to learn a lot from it. So that would be pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, no doubt it's going to be a great video just like all your other videos. You are really a natural on the camera and I feel like the more that we do this, the better that we get just Mm. like with anything, surprise, surprise, but I can't wait to watch it. That's honestly something that I really, really look forward to is when one of us finish making a YouTube video and we kind of just get to like crawl up on the couch and put it on the big screen. It's quite exciting.
1: Yeah, it is. It's like watching a mini movie.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's like, oh my God, that's you. (laughs) That's Sam. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you again for tuning in to this episode. If you did enjoy it, please remember to take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, tag the Bodybuilding Dietitians, and we'll catch you next week.
1: See you guys.